Hello, hello, lovely people. Welcome back to That Sounds Gay. My name is Jer, and I will be your podcasting host for a short time. I hope you all are doing well. I hope your Christmas holiday was good. If you celebrate, I uh, I hope that just the holidays in general were good for you. We are moving into the new year, which is absolutely banana sandwich. I don't understand where the year has gone. I don't understand how time flew by so fast. This has been such a, a absolutely wild year for me. I've made so many amazing friendships and so many amazing relationships and at the same time had so many things kind of crumble and fall apart in front of me and I've seen so much so much high, so much low, especially as many of us have with the way that the inflation impacted all of us the way that a lot of our daily lives were changed with so many economic decisions that happened this year. It's been such a wild journey for so many of us. And I think I (laughs) speak for many of us when I say that I'm glad that a lot of stuff has calmed down now in this last month. And it really feels going into the next year that there's some solid, at least hope that the next couple of months are going to be a little bit kinder and easier than the last six months have been. And I think for me as an adult, this is like one of the weirdest times in my life because it's the point where I'm I'm more physically impacted. Like when I was first coming out of high school is when the first big recession happened and it was the big housing crisis, but I wasn't terribly affected by it because I already had a job. I was in college. I was under my parents' house. So... I didn't really feel the economic pressure in the same way that I'm feeling it now. So it feels very impactful now as an adult. And I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. (laughs) I don't like this feeling. Being an adult sucks. And I've definitely thought that over the years. But absolutely 100% it's felt like adulthood sucks. More than I think I've ever thought it in my entire life this year. So... Going into the new year, it definitely feels like things are a little mm, kinder, you know? And I hope that the rest of you are feeling that as well. And I I hope that this next year is good to you. I've got a lot of really great ideas and things that I would like to do for the podcast. And I'm already starting to work really hard at that and taking some notes and getting some papers together together. And really trying to present something very, very exciting for the new year. I can't guarantee when it's all going to start happening, but I'm excited going into it. But I wanted to talk about resolutions today. Have you ever, and this is going to sound a little bit like one of those infomercials, and I don't mean it to, but it was just the way that it kind of came to my mind. Do you ever feel like you set up a resolution only to maybe two, three weeks later feel like, well, this is just another extension of a crappy year that I had before. What did I make this resolution for? And you ultimately end up failing it and feeling bad about it. You ever felt that way? Because I have felt that way so many times. And with the power of... No, I don't have anything to pitch to you. (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, all that buildup, I was like, with the power of going to my website, I can tell you all about it for only $5.99. I can help you solve your problems and, and get ready to manage your goals with the help 
beautiful new app I'm developing. Like, can you imagine if that's what I was building up to? That'd be so skeezy. But that happens. That's like a real thing. But yeah, have you ever felt that way? Because I feel that way a lot. I feel so oftentimes in past years where I've set up a resolution that I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm really ready for it. I'm ready to jump in and, and do this thing. And I'm like, I'm going to lose weight this year. By the time that we get to the next one, I'm going to have lost 15 pounds and I'm going to be more intentional about my relationships, whatever the hell that means. And I, I know that a lot of people talk about that of building intentional relationships for that year or I'm going to spend less money this year and I'm going to keep a tighter budget and that is actually something that's probably more attainable than anything else but I think we oftentimes get so caught up in this is a new year new opportunities new year new me and we really focus on trying to make that next year so much better only to realize it's the same year, just part two, Electric Boogaloo, the remix. And we're like, okay, well, this kind of sucks because I was really excited. We're only in, on January 7th now and haven't really lost any weight yet. So I'll just take one cheat day and then I'll get back into it next week. And then you're in February 4th and you're like, oh. My New Year's resolution was to lose weight. I haven't really lost weight. So I guess I'll just, I'll pick it back up in March. And then you get to December and you're like, I didn't do any of my goals, but it's going to be different this time. That's the definition of insanity, folks. That's insanity is what that is. Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And the uh, the reality is, I think for many of us, and the just reality about New Year's resolutions in general is that these are non-sustainable goals. These are very low risk-reward type of situations. And the, I think a lot of people try to talk about like accountability. And well, you've got to have you've got to have accountability for yourself to reach your goal and to have people in your life who are going to help you get there. And that's all well and good. And and that is a, a, a good thought. And it definitely has some weight to it. There's some importance to that. There's validity to that. I don't want to diminish that in any capacity. However, I think it's a, an unnecessary pressure that we put on ourselves to make it that the new year is going to somehow be better than the last one. And that's not a bad idea inherently. I think it just, it sets up too much pressure on us because we're coming off of the holidays. We're feeling so good about ourselves. We got all the gifts that we've wanted all year long. We got to give some gifts to people. Maybe we got a New Year's kiss from somebody that we really like and we're feeling good about that relationship. The the high of all the all the excitement of being around family and friends all of that is starting to wear off and we're getting into a point where things really trickle off for several months we're going into the latter parts of the winter a lot of things are dying it starts to feel very depressing and the idea of doing extra stuff when we're kind of starting to come down from that high of the roller coaster because life is all about those ups and downs balance there's 
never going to be just perfect days forever and ever and ever. There's never going to be bad days forever and ever and ever. There's got to be ups and downs, you know? So we're, we're on a down at that point. And as we've got these goals that are intended to try and keep us leveled and up, we're feeling this pressure that's pushing us in that downward motion. And so naturally, our bodies are feeling a certain type of way and your mind follows that and it's hard to sustain those goals. And so what ends up ultimately happening is that we're already not feeling great because we're suddenly feeling disconnected from these family and friends that we spent so much time with. We're not getting all the serotonin from all the lights and the music and the traditions. Or if you don't celebrate any of that, even just the the energy that other people are giving out. Because even if you don't celebrate something, you still feel that from others. And so we're feeling this downward angle. And then we sort of, quote unquote, because it's not a real failure, we sort of fail at this goal that we set. I was going to make this year better and I'm already messing up. And so then you're putting more pressure on yourself and you start going down faster into that low and you might even push yourself into a lower point than you even needed to be and you start beating yourself up and that's not good. That's not good for us mentally. That's really, really bad for us to put all that pressure on us to try and force something that just is might not necessarily be right for that point in our lives. And I'm very much of the philosophy that things will happen as they're supposed to happen and things will occur when they need to. We can't force that. It's like forced virality online is I think people are often looking at, okay, if I do this trend, I'm going to go viral. If I make this type of video, I'm going to go viral. If I tweet this, I'm going to go viral. And you can't really force the in the the world or the energies that be to provide something for you when you want it it's going to provide it when it wants to when you need to have that happen so having this like forced idea on yourself of how you need to make the year go it 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 really only sets us up for failure because just naturally we are in a downward motion from the holidays and coming off of those. And that's totally okay. I, th- I don't want to paint this as a negative thing, being in a down. Downs are very good. Ups are very good. Midpoints are very good. These are all part of life. It means you're alive. And that's a great thing. It's a very powerful, important thing. And I don't want to diminish that or, or make it feel like it's supposed to be a bad thing that we're in a down. Because we can't really appreciate the highs unless we have lows. So... In general, my kind of stance to resolutions over the years has really shifted. And I've really just decided that when it comes to the new year, what I want to do and what I highly suggest others do is to look back on the year that you had and appreciate all the things that happened, as cheesy as that sounds, and just let it be that. And look forward to, you know, getting a chance to be the very best you that you can with no expectations at all. And personally, for myself, I've started adjusting my quote-unquote goals because I don't really do resolutions. I think those, because they're really non-sustainable, they're they're very easy to look at and to put down, but they're 
paper thin, they burn up very fast, and it's easy to lose sight of those resolutions. I like having long stretch goals or short stretch goals that I'll, I'll put directly onto my birthday. And so every year on my birthday, I'll think, okay, here's what I did this year in this year of my life, because it makes it more personal. It, it makes it more me. And I think that's the other thing about resolutions is that they feel a little disconnected because everybody's doing them. And as humans, we're kind of naturally very selfish creatures in that way is we want to feel special. We want to feel important. We want to feel like what we're doing and what what we are thinking has some extra validity because it was our thought. And if everybody that we know is like, I'm going to lose weight and I'm going to go to Aldi less this year and I'm going to go switch banks this year 17 times just to show that I could do it. I'm going to travel around the world in 80 days. These goals that we have, everybody else is having too. So it, it makes it a little less special for us and we want it to feel special. So I've recognized that. And I've applied that to my birthday because that's my day. That's mine. (laughs) And I can look at myself and be like, all right, in my last year, what did I do? What did I accomplish? How did I showcase myself in the best way that I could? How did I achieve things this year? What were my failures? What can I work on in this next part? This is an opportunity as I get older to become better and to put my best foot forward going forward. What do I what do I want? And I think one of my big things that I thought about for this year was I want to stop discounting my successes. I want to be able to celebrate those and be able to talk highly of those and to not look at the things I'm doing and say, oh, well, I really messed up here and I I didn't do well at that and I don't deserve this because that wasn't good for me. Something I'm still really holding on to from therapy and I miss my therapist so much and I want to go back to her so bad. Just like to have just maybe like a monthly check-in because it was so good for me. Um, One of those those big things we worked on was negative self-speak. I am a chronic negative self-speaker and I will discount everything everything for absolutely no reason and I'll just decide oh I don't deserve kindness I don't deserve happiness I deserve to have these bad things happen and that was negatively impacting so many things in my life and it was really causing a lot more strife than I realized so something that I've been really working on very hard is to not discount those successes, to celebrate them, to look at those successful things and be proud of them. Be like, yeah, I did that. I did great. I deserved to have something good happen. And that is something that I've done, is gone and looked at each year. So what do I want to do by the time that I get to the next age? What do I want to be able to look back and say, oh, I did a really great job at this and this and this. And rather than saying, I failed at this, so let's take those weight loss, money, intentional relationship examples from earlier. Let's say that my goal for the next year was to lose weight and to build intentional relationships, to spend less money, and I get to my next year and I get to my birthday and I'm looking at my year. Rather than look at the failures, like I didn't lose weight. I can look at myself and be like, 
I took care of my body the way that I wanted to. And I was intentional with my relationships in this manner. I established boundaries with people that I really needed to establish them with. I didn't do great at spending money and maybe I spent too much. But rather than look at the negative side of that is say, I spent my money in a way that fulfilled me. And I did the very best that I could through the whole year. So for this next year, I really do need to get my finances back in check because we're in a a tough time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to really focus on that and hone that in, you know, as an example is not necessarily what I'm doing so that it's more sustainable over time. I'm not putting a ton of pressure on. I'm not creating a lot of of strain and tension. And I don't want to say that not everybody in the world can do that because there's some people that are great with resolutions and goals, those little short-term stretch marks where you can say, all right, by March, I want to have this much saved and I want to be able to go on a trip by July. And then in September, I want to have this much so that in December I can spend this much money. And some people are very good at that. Some people are very good at saying, all right, by February, I'm going to lose two pounds. By June, I'm going to lose seven. By the time that I get to October, I'll have lost 10. So by the end of the year, I will have lost my goal of 15. And some people are very, very capable of doing that and can, can really monitor that without beating themselves up, without getting down on themselves. And those people have a very strong sense of determination and willpower with getting to that goal. They can see it. They can see that end goal and they can reach it without any tension or struggle. And those people are great. And I love those people. And I recognize that I am not one of those people. I get so lost in the details. I get lost in the soup of everything happening. It's very hard for me to envision even a week ahead, let alone a month. So I have realize this about myself and I've made adjustments and I've made changes. So all that to say is if you find yourself struggling with New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, adjust that thinking. Just let it go. And let yourself enjoy the time and the holiday and the the family, the friends, the people you have around you, and just allow it to be a reflection of your year and how good you did. And allow yourself the space to celebrate that. Because a lot of us aren't great about celebrating that space and saying, I did do a good job this year. A lot of us are very quick to immediately start discounting the good things that we did. So focus on that. And maybe start adjusting your point of view towards your birthday. Something that is more personal to you. Create something that isn't so temporary that is more sustainable, something that is really focused on you and who you are. Because I think for every year that we grow, every year that we get older, we learn something new about ourselves. And for me, I'm learning so much. I'm going to use trauma very loosely here, but so much trauma from my childhood that was really ingrained in who my personality was and and who I am as a person. And I want to fix that. And so every year I'm making slow adjustments and I'm moving at the pace that is comfortable for me so that I can do my life chores, I can do my adulting, and I can focus on me and making sure that I'm the best person that I can be. And then focusing on those goals 
not making it something that's an extra pressure that just feels like some secondary chore that I have to do. Like, okay, I wake up, I brush my teeth, I do the dishes, I do my work, and then I also, oh, wait, I have to do this goal thing too. That sucks. Okay, well, did the goal, and then we do this other thing, and then go to bed. It just, it's so much extra pressure. And for us as adults who have things going on, we, we gotta we gotta move, we have jobs, we have chores, we have life. Adding something else to that list just makes it tedious and unsustainable after time. So something that feels personal to you, something that feels genuine to the core of who you are, that really drives forward where you're going, I think that's more sustainable in the long run. So I wish you all the best of luck in the new year. I'm excited for some new projects that are coming up soon. Again, I'm working very hard on getting those ready. And um, I don't really have like full timetables on those yet, but I'm excited to work on those and to share those with you all. I hope you have a great new year. Please take care of yourselves and be very, very safe, especially if you're going to be driving, if you're going to be traveling at all. If you are traveling, have some backup plans. The airlines are like really understaffed right now. So be kind to your airline attendants too. If you have some extra money, keep like a little fiver in your pocket. Give it to an airline stewardess or steward who probably is having a tough day. Give them a little tippy tip. (laughs) But uh, please take care of yourselves and I will chat with you very soon. Goodbye.